Welcome inside the Team CBK Locker Room, a podcast to bring you our best bets from the weekend's football action. Hello and welcome to a special Inside the Team CBK Locker Room podcast. Righty here, and I'm really looking forward to bringing this uh, podcast to you. Um, And look, as we know, the major leagues are nearing an end with the last few games of the season taking place over the next couple of weeks. And of course, we have got the Euros to look forward to this summer. But as we all know, there's nothing better than some good domestic action, which means the likes of the Swedish League and the Belarus and the Norwegian Leagues as well. And another league starts this Friday, and that is the Icelandic League and known as the Pepsi Dale, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... You're giving it it away with a a Nordic (laughs) laugh there already. So don't don't spoil it for everyone. (laughs) As as you both know, uh, who follow me on Twitter, I've obviously promoted uh, um, at ice underscore tips one on Twitter to go follow them for their knowledge of the summer leagues. Now, I've said all along that I'm not the best person when it comes down to finding out, you know, again, against these leagues. And you need to find someone that knows what they're talking about. <laughs> and we at Team CBK are very, very lucky to have said at ice underscore tips one, who is better known to us and well known to us all simply as Arnie. And it is fantastic. And here's your big intro, Arnie. Wow, <laughs> fantastic <you. laughs> to be able to welcome him to the podcast. And today he's going to go through the Icelandic League and some of the teams and some of the players that we can look out for in the markets that are available to us. So, it's a big hello. Welcome, Arnie. Hi, Alex. Hi. Good afternoon. How are we? Uh, very, very well, thank you. Very, very well. There's no need to laugh over my, my pronunciation of the Icelandic top flight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was, that was perfect, actually. Oh, well, your, very your, much. Your, your hours of training have clearly paid off. <laughs> Don't get used to it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so for those of you that, that don't know, Arnie, obviously there'll be some people uh, just generally off Twitter that will be able to be looking at um, or listening to the podcast. Um, you are born and bred Icelandic? Yes, 100%. 100% bona fide. Uh, yeah. So obviously been there all your life. Currently live there as well. So the great thing for us, like, and I said this on Twitter, and I genuinely mean it, and like I said, I, I, I've not got the knowledge, and you've already proved it in the last couple of weeks with wins in the Faroe Islands, in the Icelandic Cup. You've got your finger on the pulse over there in, in Iceland, obviously live there, and that's a massive boost, and we're lucky enough within Team CBK to have you on a daily day, on a daily basis that where that you can see what's going on and keep us abreast of that news and obviously fire off those tips when you see a a price which is out of line and I think that the major leagues you know they're pretty you know the bookies are pretty much on it you know they know the the the, the teams the players the situations the injury news and so on and so forth but where you can make a difference where you do make a difference is that you can stay ahead of them and take advantage of some of the prices isn't that right yeah uh, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing all summer for team CBK yeah fantastic news 
So what we're looking to do is we're, we're just going to give you, um, say, some free reign now, and you're going to just give us a little bit of a, a heads up as far as uh, Iceland's concerned and, and say the top division there and some of the top teams to look out for, some of the top players to look out for as well, and, and, and the markets which we can focus on. Obviously, there's not the widespread that you would get from the English Premier League that we, we're probably used to and spoilt with. But from personal experience last year, when Belarus was the only league that was on, I, I made it my, my kind of goal to, to know the teams, yeah. work out the markets I could bet on and, and uh, make sure that I could, I could still find the edge. So uh, it's not a massive problem. Yeah, so sure. before we begin, mate, who, who is your Icelandic team? Who is so we know, you know we can see through your bias? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually I didn't select my team as a team to keep a spotlight on, but it's called Fishkir. Okay, and what what are you expecting for the season ahead from from them? Well, they they've been developing young talents for years now, and they're going to keep doing so, and they're probably going to end up mid league. That that sounds um, something to aspire to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the environment for football is very much for some clubs to keep planting out youngsters, give them playtime, and then ultimately sell them, sell them abroad. And my club, Fischer, does that quite well. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Good stuff. Cool. Okay, then, mate. So let's crack on with this then. Let's see what, you could, uh, what you've got for us. Um, maybe you could just pick out, um, what, three teams to look out for, for us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I picked out three teams. And I'm going to start with uh, a team that's uh, called Bredablik. And uh, it's a club that's been around the top, top flight of the division since uh, their first champions title in 2010. But uh, when I grew up, the running joke for them was, what's green and goes down in the autumn? That's spread up. <laughs> and, uh, they, they obviously play in green uniforms. So, but, I, was, I was assuming but, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that joke must have like, hit a nerve with them since they've been improving ever since. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, they're in a very ambitious squad and... They've been building up over the last couple of years and they seem ready to mount a serious challenge this time around. But uh, the recurring theme for them every season is that they fail to keep up with other top clubs in the league. They dominate over the like sort of middle to lower ranked teams, but the other contenders, they falter against them. Right, okay. Yeah, and last season, for example, only saw them win against other top contenders once and they ultimately finished fourth, but uh, the season was cut short by four games due to... Coronavirus. Yeah. That's true. And uh, cool. the big who's that? Is, who I was have, say, who's in charge there? Uh, his name is Oscar Thorvaldson, and he's a sort of a new coach with uh, a lot of ideology in his in his tactics. And uh, the hype for them to deliver was immense last summer, but ultimately they failed failed to live up to the hype. But the coach himself has warned that this might take a couple of seasons to gel in properly. Okay, so was it his first season there last season? Was he new? Yeah, his, yeah, his first season in the top flight. He'd been uh, pro promoting a, a club called Krochta from second division to first division. Okay. First division to Premier League in just two seasons, which is a great achievement in itself. Excellent. And what sort of style of play should we expect from a Breitablik? Uh, yeah, we should be seeing him utilising the keeper to play from the back uh, to... Defenders of the wing in a quick fashion. He, his preferred system is some form of three-six-one. Okay. And and the team has been scoring freely. It's really attacking, but of course the flaw of the system is they're really open at the back often. 
I think even from whatever level, that's one of the things we've seen coming more and more into the game, isn't it? And uh, I know in an England national recently, and uh, we saw some sides that are playing still trying to play out from the back when maybe not not should have been doing that and just took it a little bit safer from time to time. But hey, if that's the philosophy, then then great stuff. So absolutely fine. And um, so what sort of markets do you think will be best suited for them or ones that we should keep an eye on that you think they're going to excel in? Well, they've been excelling uh, statistically and just as a, as a team in getting corners, getting goals. And then, of course, uh, as I discussed, the flaw of the system is conceding them. So yeah, they considered some, conceded some free goals last season and uh, both teams to score should often be highly priced for them, especially if they play an underdog who could possibly sneak in a goal against them. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. well, that's going to go down very well with the Team CBK members, the fact that the <laughs> corners are a strong point and, and obviously goals as well. So we like a bit of that, absolutely. And uh, so who, who do they start the season against? They start the season at home and they play Kauer next Sunday. Okay. And that should, yeah. be a, should be a tough opener for them. And um, it just developed this week that they'll be missing three defenders. I, one key player, one emerging player, and one new signing who are supposedly all suppo- supposed to be getting minutes this summer. Right. And uh, Kauer is massively under massively undervalued by the books. So them for a straight okay. win is two point nine. But uh, I've shared on Twitter this this morning that I'm taking drawn up at Kauer at two point fifty, two point five. Well, nice, very nice indeed. That sounds very interesting. So I look forward to seeing how that one pans out. Um, and, and so, what's your bet? Was that the best bet on the game? Yeah, that's that's my favourite market so far. Uh, the, the thing is, for this game, there'll probably be over two and a half goal, and both teams will score. But the odds on that were were not up to my standards. <laughs> no, excellent. Okay, good stuff. So uh, yeah, people can find that on Twitter then. So um, yeah. also make sure you get following Arnie. I've, I've dropped his uh, Twitter handle in a couple of times now, so uh, you'll be able to get onto that. Excellent stuff. So that's them um, covered. And um, who's your next focus team? The next next team is Kawa, which is the only side from the north of Iceland. Uh, the teams are mostly cluttered around the capital area and in a seemingly comfortable radius around it. But uh, the away trip for most teams in that area is big for for visiting Kawa. And uh, Kawa is sort of a weird phenomenon. They're, they're the only team in the north of Iceland who's ever won the Premier League. And uh, they're backed with... Uh, Decently big money, although their main sponsor is embroidered in some controversy regarding bribery to Namibian officials. <laughs> right, Don't look okay. at it. <laughs> and they've, they've been signing on players well beyond their ideal budget. They've been bringing home players from abroad and giving them almost professional contracts. And uh, wow. a recurring theme for uh, countryside clubs is that they have a really hard time bringing in domestic players, but they, they have a financial pull for them. So they have a strong squad. And yeah. for, for years now, they've been hoping to qualify for a European competition, but they've ultimately faltered since they haven't managed to build the team up properly and uh, usually finish around mid-table, bottom of bottom of the table. And they, they, they want to play really beautiful football, but they ultimately don't. <laughs> right, OK. Yeah, and uh, what drags my interest in them is their home form. Their home form is massive. All right. Okay. Uh, I've obviously mentioned the journey that 
the teams have to take. They take a more than four-hour bus ride on a game day, and then they go and play immediately. Kawa did not lose a single game at home last season, and only two in the season before that. So it would be wow. very important for anyone who wants to have a baton to keep an eye on them, even though they're supposedly priced as the underdogs, that they might sneak a draw, they might win. And, yeah, that, that's uh, yeah. excellent insight, I, mean, I love that. So, um, yeah, as you say, a four-hour journey, but it's not what we're used to over in the UK, is it? It's not like a, a, a plane ride and then a, an overnight stay in a plush hotel. You're saying it's a coach ride, sometimes yeah. on the day of the game. Yeah, it, it usually is like that. And uh, their home pitch, since they're, they're closer to the Arctic Circle than most of the teams in Iceland, uh, the, <laughs> their, their home pitch often uh, is in terrible condition in the spring and Aside from the best right, other teams are infused to that. Yeah. So that can help them having some sort of advantage over the teams because they, they play in this field, they, they train in this field. Wow. Okay. And so, again, for, for UK listeners to the podcast, it, it, it's Kawa, but written down and you see it on the on the website, etc. is just KA, isn't it? Yeah, KA. Yeah, perfect. So excellent. I love that. So something to look out for there. The, you know, it's a side that's not expected to do overly well, but with an extremely strong home record. And we can we can hear why from what yeah. you've said there. So fantastic. OK, so do they kick off with a home game this weekend? Well, they actually kick off away this time. Uh, they, that's a they're shame. They're going to the capital, <laughs> capital area playing against Haukau, which is uh, written HK. And uh, right. this this is a peculiar match since it's being played indoors and the home side plays indoors throughout the summer. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so not because of the uh, summer snowstorms everyone assumes <laughs> will have in Iceland, but uh, they themselves have kept this and this is a sort of advantage to their play, playing indoors. But uh, for Kawa, playing indoors is not a big problem since they trade inside during the winter months as well. I see. And they, they played their warm-up matches indoors too. And I've taken Brilliant. a I've shared a bet for this game on to Team CBK VIP. And uh, I've actually gone against against Kawa this time. I'm going for uh How Kao Zero Asian handicap. Okay. Excellent. Okay, zero on the, and the re- Asian handicap. So effectively draw no bet. Yeah, basically for the home side. Uh, this is because Last Wednesday, Kawa's preferred goalkeeper broke his hand. Oh, no. Yeah. And then this is a troubled position for them. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mate, that's, again, fantastic insight. So this is the sort of thing that, that generally you, you, you don't come across, you know, knowing that they that, you know teams are playing indoors or certainly for a certain space of time and, you know, where the pre-season took place and obviously the injury news is just key as well. So keeping ahead of the game and uh, creating that edge which is fantastic. I will look forward to seeing that clo- um, closing price being a lot shorter. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Right, so come on then, mate, your third and final club that you're going to focus on for us. The third, the third and final club is the newcomers of Keplavik, who won the second tier of Icelandic football last season. And uh, I think they come to this division with a point to prove since uh, they have set the abysmal record of being relegated uh, in 2018. With only four points. They oh, ouch. Four points total. Four draws, 18 losses, and only 11 goals scored. Oh, not one win and just 11 goals scored from 22 yeah. games. That's uh, a, a terrible record to have. That, that to is have. a recipe for relegation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, oh, they bounced back. Yeah, they bounced back. Uh, they've been utilizing the, the last two seasons to build up their squad and uh, they won the league relatively comfortably last time around. And uh, if they can build on that in a, on a higher tier, then it's going to be interesting. But they've been on fire in the warm-up games to the season and they've been carrying on this fantastic goal-scoring form of last season. Uh, I've scored 17 goals in the six warm-up games. Held a candle fairly well to the to the established top clubs. Right, yeah. So I'm going to be... They, they made a signing last season. I'll, I'll come to that later. It was a striker who scored 21 goals for them and it's going to be interesting to see how he can hold up. Truth. That's a nice tease. I like it. <laughs> okay, right. So that's very... Yeah, that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they get on this season in. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think that they're going to do better than their last crack at the top flight? I think they absolutely will. They yeah. absolutely will. Okay. And, and how do they kick off the season? They kick off the season away against Vikingur. That's on next Sunday. And uh, it's, it's a I'm having some troubles trying to find a better, but they, they played each other last March in the quarterfinals of a warmer tournament where uh, the match finished 3-3. It was an entertaining spectacle and I would expect similar. Yeah. So, over two and a half goals, both teams to score? Yeah, it's priced really low at the moment, so I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> make, a, make a twist on it. <laughs> Try to have a work around it. If not, maybe uh, it's one to look, have a look on in, in play, and uh, if it's a slow start, we can jump on board. But yeah. that, very interesting to see how they get on, so absolutely fantastic. Thanks for that, Arnie. Um, okay, right, well, let's move on to from the teams to some key players to look out for this season. And yeah, uh, I think yeah. you're going to start with um, with someone that you just now say had a little bit of a, a build up into. Yeah, uh, the Capital Tiger. He's an Australian. He's called Joey Gibbs, and he was discovered somehow. I've I've been told by accident uh, via the internet, of course. And, uh, <laughs> so and he's he, gone from Australia to Iceland. Yeah, he, he really <laughs> the extreme end of the spectacle there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as I said earlier, he scored 21 goals last season for the triumphant side. And the big test is, of course, of course, going to be whether or not he can keep on delivering. He arrived an um, unproven talent here, and he actually hadn't seen snow before he arrived. So. <laughs> Brilliant. He's, Where did he sign from? Sorry. He signed from uh, the NPL side, Blacktown City, who plays in New South Wales. And pr right. prior to that, he has had experience with Sydney FC and Western Sydney Wanderers in, okay. in the A-League. Yeah. And he's not, perhaps not the most technically gifted player they have, but uh, he's a real poacher and great positioner. He's strong and towering. And I reckon Kepler should look for the set pieces with him. But, and since last season, he was completely unproven. Now he's known. And I'm, my concern about him is that other teams will know this and set about to mark him more yeah. thoroughly than he was did last season. Okay, interesting. Joey Gibbs, the Australian, that is a story. And uh, let's see if he can uh, replicate that form, bring that from, say, Australia through into Iceland, then, uh, wow, it'll be a, where does he go next? Very interesting. So uh, yeah. definitely a name to look out for there in Joey Gibbs. Yes. Cool. Who's next? Next player is called uh, Valker Valkerson. He's one of the brightest stars of the future in Iceland. And, and he's only one that. of my favourite names, I have to say. <laughs> He's only 19 years old and he's already established himself as a key player and uh, he's been catching the eye of scouts abroad and after last season he went on loan to Brentford where he trained and played with the B-squad. Right, okay. Supposed to sign for the team uh, after his loan period ended but uh, Brentford didn't 
useless first option to buy him. So last week he returned to Iceland. He's currently in quarantine and might be mm-hmm. ready for the first game, but uh, he is undoubtedly making them a making it a stronger squad. He's a yeah. pacey, pacey winger who is both hard to beat and has this old school English attitude. Like he doesn't go down easily and always keeps on going. Oh, interesting! Uh, amazing feature to have for a 19-year-old, and he's definitely going to play in a bigger league. And uh, if anyone plays football manager, I'd recommend signing him. Yeah! Wow, that is uh, no, that's interesting. Uh, obviously, it's a, like a step up there to, to for Brentford, who have got great talent in those wide areas, and obviously exploited the market before. Thomas Frank in charge there, so um, obviously didn't quite make it, but at 19. Still, clearly, got plenty of time. So it'll be interesting to see once he's out of quarantine how yeah. he um, how he how he progresses this season. And again, brilliant spot there, one to keep an eye on. Valka Valkerson. Yeah. And we're gonna take a, the next name is gonna be easier for you than me, I think, uh, since he's uh, English. His name is Jair Parfit Williams. He's a former West Ham Academy graduate who's entering his second season with my favorite team, Fishkis. And uh, yeah. there wasn't a lot expected from him when he joined uh, last. Uh, spring but uh, he turned out to be a really decent signing and after a relatively slow start of the season for the club uh, Fischke defied expectation and ended higher than they were predicted they gave a good, ga- good game to uh, to better teams presumably and uh, the big question is going to be whether or not he can keep this form going and not have a sort of second season syndrome yeah and uh, for, for, for my club, Fischke, they sold their young, youngest prospects to Norway last fall. And now the pressure is going to be on Jared to keep on going on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, so uh, what's his nationality, Arne? He's English, but uh, I believe he's qualified to play for Bermuda. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't played uh, any international games yet, but uh, from... From the amazing tool Google, I found out that he's Bermuda. <laughs> wow. Okay. Excellent stuff. Google is a Google is your friend. <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot of people stuff. don't know that. No, it's, no, it is. It's a well hidden. It's a well hidden uh, search engine. That is for sure. So, yeah. excellent stuff. Cool. Okay. And what sort of age is he? Is he, is he still a young lad? Is he? Is a little bit. Yeah. Twenty-five, I think. Okay. Yes. So yeah, it's time for him to be uh, kicking yeah. on then. Good yeah. age. Nice. Good stuff, mate. Okay, who um got another one? Yeah, the next player I'm focusing on is called Stephen Lennon. And he's, mate, you're uh, gonna have to say that name again. Sorry, what? Stephen Lennon. Stephen Lennon. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can deal that. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he's been one of the biggest stars in Icelandic football through and through. Uh, he's Scottish and uh, was grown homegrown in the Rangers academy. He played three games for Rangers before he ultimately went on loan inside Scotland and then for right. Ireland and the English lower leagues. And yeah. he arrived in Iceland in 2012. And he's okay. been at his current club FV since 2014 and has been their absolute star player for for that period. He has scored 88 goals in 165 games in, in Iceland. He can play nice. as a striker and a winger. He is often mentioned among the most difficult players for opponents and the best teammate. And uh, what was interesting last season is that the top division record for goals scored in a season is 19, and he was well on his way to beat that when uh, when the season got got cancelled with four games to play. Then he had scored 17 goals in 18 games, and um, oh. I'll be looking out for whether he can break that record this time around or not. Yeah, excellent stuff. So, yeah, 
obviously on court. It'll be interesting to see how again how he goes. Obviously, he's got Joey Gibbs up there as a as a as a potential competitor as far as winning the uh, top scorer award. Uh, yeah. But yeah, obviously, yeah, what a record that is! That's a fantastic. Eighty-eight in one six five is brilliant, and yeah. uh, obviously, we've been. Great record as last season as well with uh, a goal a game effectively seventeen and eighteen. So uh, see if he can pick up where he left off. And, uh, and last but not least of the players is uh, he's called Petki Morsalason, and I think I I did you the favor of having you try to pronounce it a couple of times. <laughs> and um, yes, I recognise him. Yeah, he's one of the three domestic players in the national team, and um, the thirty-six-year-old right back is nicknamed the Wind. Since he's plays I'm hoping that's about his speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. it is. I can vouch for that. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it used to be a trend that uh, like Icelandic players who went abroad to play, played for the bulk of their career abroad, would return to have like a sort of retirement season in Iceland. But he's been playing here for four years and he's only been getting better. He plays yeah. for the Champions Valor. And uh, he, he can function really well both as a defender, he's, a, he's, he's small but he's rough and then he's pacey, so he starts off the attacks on the right side. Yeah. And uh, if, if he will have an injury, Valer will struggle, he's that kind of player. They, they yeah. don't have the similar quality of a replacement for him. That inspirational to him. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Cool. Brilliant, mate. Love that. So, yeah, some names to look out for there. So, if we get um, the opportunity to obviously watch um, and, and also take advantage of betting on those uh, those those players. So, brilliant stuff. On, on a similar theme, mate, obviously, we've got a lot of uh, people based in the UK that might not have uh, seen much Icelandic football before, other than, than your national team. Of course, yeah. that's pain from time to time. Um, but have, have we got any connections in... Iceland, who'll be playing this season with with clubs back in the UK? Yeah, I've found uh, three players who played the uh, key roles in the clubs when they were there. It's, uh, first up, it's, he's called Eckert Jonsson. He plays for FH now. He's a defensive midfielder. He played for Hearts in Scotland 2006 to 2012. Played yeah. 134 games. Uh, he went, then went on to Wolves where he didn't play much. Uh, and then he made the comeback to England playing for Fleetwood Town. Uh, signed on in 2015 to 2017. Brilliant. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here, mate. Like you know, we all want to have a team in a country that we follow. Yeah. So I'm, you know, we're waiting, you know, to find, you know, if there's a link there, so Hearts fans can go. Oh, oh Eggert used to play for us. I'm going to follow yeah. follow his team. So who did you, who did you say he plays for? F H. F H. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. cool. And, uh, for for those who are a fan of Peterborough. Uh, uh, former player Helgi Danielsson plays for Michael Fischer. He played okay. in Peterborough between 1998 to 2003 before yeah. moving on to play in Scandinavia. And he's, he's still playing. He's 40 years old now. Is he? Good on yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Good stuff. Cool. And of, those, uh, of, those players, uh, of those players, last but not least, is Kaur Altmason, who plays for Vikingur. He's a centre-back and he's still featured in the Icelandic national team. He went to play for Plymouth in 2009. Yeah. Played for Aberdeen as well. And then uh, your booking favourites, Rotherham. Played for them in pre-season. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Good old Kari. He'll be one to get. He'll be one for a booking, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe that's why they got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, for those who are 
there are some players who've been on the books of uh, top division clubs who didn't manage to play a senior game, but were academy players. There are two that were in the Brighton Academy. One's called Stefan Ljubicic, plays for Haukau, and Emil Ausmundsson, who plays for Kauer. Okay, and brilliant. Brighton fans out there, then, then who do they play for? You said, yeah, you, you mentioned those. So, a yeah, couple of choices for... there. Sport for choice at Brighton. Yeah, and for, and for you, personally, you have uh, two Norwich Academy players. Of course, one, uh, Isaac Snyder Thorvaldsson, who's currently on loan at IA. Yeah. And then uh, there's a second one, he's called August Linsson. He plays for FV. There we go. Fantastic yeah. stuff. There, my boys. No worries at all. Count me in. Fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yes. And uh, how okay. about how about coaches? Have we got anyone that's um, like gone into managing over there in Iceland that's been connected to, to clubs over here? Yeah, we got three coaches. Uh, uh, fans of Redding, Mike, remember Binia, but Gunnarsson, who played as a centre back for them. All right. Yeah. He played for Stoke. He played for Nottingham Forest and Watford as well. But he. His biggest roles, role is at Reading. And then, of course, the Aston Villa legend, Joey Guillonson, plays for, yes. for Aston Villa. He played for Wolves, Leicester, Burnley, and then Huddersfield. Yeah, he did quite well he, over here, that's for sure. He's the current head coach of IA, your team. Yes. Go on, son. And the last, <laughs> last one is called Arnar Gunnlaugsson, who played for Boston, he played for Leicester, he played for Stoke, and then in Bentley United in Scotland. And he's the head coach of Vikingur. Fantastic. Great yeah. stuff. Cool. So nice links there. So if uh, your team's been mentioned in, in that list, then uh, there you go. It's an easy way in to, to find your own Icelandic Icelandic uh, team to, to follow and support. Okay, mate, that's fantastic. Thanks ever so much for those. Tell you what, just to end, um, how about a, a, like a better the weekend or better the day? I, the season starts uh, on Friday, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts uh, at Friday 8, o'clock, 30, yeah. 8 o'clock my time. Uh, which is uh, 9 p.m. your time. Good stuff. Yeah, Friday cool. the 30th. And we're going to see Valur, who are the current champions, taking on IA, who are, as I said, your team, but they've been tipped <laughs> to struggle heavily this season. No. Yeah. It's always the way, Arnie. It's, I can't get away from it. <laughs> they probably play in yellow as well. Yeah. <laughs> they, <actually> do. <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It is what so it is. That- <laughs> yeah, a couple of pointers on this game is Valor uh, is a team that puts a lot of emphasis on success and in recent years they've been funding their top three sports department which is football, handball and basketball and they're doing it for both the men and women's team and they, they were ultimately ruled winners of the 2020 season due to the COVID outbreak but it wasn't undeserved they had earned the title and the, the backroom staff during last winter, started making changes to the way they train, so they train more like a fully professional football team. Yeah. And you have to keep in mind that there are very few footballers in Iceland make their only living in Iceland by playing football. And uh, perhaps this success has been shown in the preseason where they've been absolutely on fire. They've scored 37 goals in 10 games. They haven't lost a game. Yeah. And enough, the advantage of this in a sort of semi-pro environment is that foreign players who arrive here to play, they usually just arrive weeks before the tournament starts and they haven't managed to gel into the squad but Valor has managed to keep their foreign talent and have them train in the preseason here as well and uh, they've been fielding the strongest squads in these preseason matches as well which is uh, going against the grain in the way that teams usually give their younger talent minutes in this in these warm-up tournaments to the proper season 
I see. Yeah. So that you know the, that proper going for it and kind of setting themselves apart from from the rest. I like it. Yeah, and they have obviously players who are of immense quality in every position. After last season, probably their weakest is the defense, since they don't have as much depth, depth there as they do up front. But yeah. I'm having a hard time seeing that they should foster in this particular game. Yeah, and and uh, they actually managed to poach poach Ia biggest uh, their best striker, which is called Tigran Haraldsson. He's unfortunately out injured, but it's the same for Ia. They won't have him. And uh, Ia is a sleeping giant of Icelandic football. And uh, just before the turn of the century, they reigned supreme in Icelandic football. And uh, hailing from a town of seven thousand people, about an hour outside of Reykjavik, they've been known to manufacture a lot of great talent throughout the years. And uh, as an example, you have uh, Joey Bjornsson, who is, a, as I mentioned, an Astrovina legend. We mm -hmm. have a play for Bolton, for yeah. example. And uh, ES now entering their third consecutive season in the top flight. And the last two, they've placed 10th and 8th. And they're, they're probably going to finish 10th or below that. Oh. And they've had some, uh, <clears throat> had some changes in the past couple of years, uh, focusing more on them becoming a sort of development club and selling club, developing yeah. young talent, selling them abroad sort of thing. They, they'll be giving minutes to their younger players and this model is financially working out really well for them, but competitively not so much. Their squad is a bit young and after last season they lost a couple of players who went to play for bigger clubs abroad and uh, I don't think they have the, what it takes to give Valur a match, a competitive match here. Mm -hmm. And I think their focus is going to be on these big matches rather than try to get wins against similarly ranked teams in hopes of staying afloat. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And uh, this, this sleeping giant stamp, it kind of looms over them. And while their supporters always expect EA to perform higher, the, their business model is seemingly working well but it's not bringing competitive success and I think that Valor is going to utilize their strengths from the get-go and take a win take wins against them yeah 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 it sounds like um yeah it sounds like an uphill task from you know, yeah. completely different different setup and two different completely different sides and and kind of theories and philosophies there Exactly, and uh, I have I have taken two bets on this game, and since it's the kicker, the first match of the season, I've taken each one for a unit. I'm not gonna gonna stake a lot on them since it's for first match of the season, not much to go by. But uh, the first one is uh, Valor to have the upper hand in both helps. Valor to win both helps. It was priced at two point five when I shared okay. it with Team K yesterday. Uh, the the price has gone down since it's two point ten. The last I checked. Just That's always beating the market, mate. It's just what you yeah. do. <laughs> Get that value. Well, Joe, it's, it's going to be a common theme, I think. Like I mentioned already, it's a, that is a massive, massive uh, benefit for, for the Team CBK subscribers, members, and guys that follow you on Twitter. You're going to get ahead of the head of the eight ball here 100%. So get used to it. <laughs> and the second one is uh, somewhat related to that. It's uh, valid to have a minus one alternative Asian handicap, which was priced... 2.3 yesterday when it was shared with the members and there's 2.1 now. It hold, still holds good value, but uh, of course, we yeah. got to get the early prices. Certainly have, yeah. And you'd still get on? You'd still take that at better than even money? Yeah, yeah. Actually, absolutely. 
Yeah, great stuff. Cool. So a couple of bets there for the game on Friday. So, uh, yeah, just to confirm, the season kicks off with, with that game on uh, 9 p.m. UK time, Friday the 30th of April, uh, 8 yep. p.m. in Iceland. Yes. Um, and uh, that's fantastic. And then obviously games over the weekend. So yep. absolutely brilliant. Mate, I really appreciate that. I think that's a fantastic overview to give the listeners uh, you know, a good insight into what's going on in Iceland and who to look out for, who to side with and, and in what markets. Um, and so the best way of doing that is obviously to give you a follow on, on Twitter. I'll say it again at ice underscore tips one um, and to become a member of the Team CBK, of course, where you'll get day to day. Uh, information from you and um and and tips that would be at the best possible price so uh, yeah. absolutely fantastic and as, as i said it's, it's a very fortunate situation i tweeted it out this morning um, but again already two or three wins yesterday had a couple of wins the other day uh, all over these summer league markets uh summer leagues that will uh say not so many people have got great knowledge and insight on but you certainly have that so fantastic and thank you very much for sharing it anything else to add mate no i've just Say for everyone too, as you said, follow me and follow Team CBK, become a member and get the early prizes. Brilliant. Couldn't put it better myself. Fantastic stuff, mate. Thanks ever so much. Uh, Obviously, I look forward to speaking to you uh, over the the weekend and seeing how these bets get on. And uh, But from me and from Arnie, good luck with your bets. Hope you got on board with some of those and uh, you turn in a nice profit. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you you around. Thanks so much. Cheers. Bye-bye.